What's up, podcast listeners? I'm Myson Jones, host of the B2B podcast, Basketball to Business, and I'm a part of a movement of hooppreneurs. We're basketball entrepreneurs who are fighting to change lives with the game that changed ours. Whether you're at work or in your car, know that you've joined the family of basketball entrepreneurs fighting to create personal and financial freedom through the game that we love. We are hooppreneurs, and these are our stories. What's up, everybody? It's Myson Jones here with Basketball Business, and I have with me Mr. Mike Dunn. See, Mike Dunn, how are you doing? Fantastic, man. It's Monday. Monday's my favorite day of the week, so I'm I'm, I'm ready to go. It is Monday, man. Uh, you saw I saw Gary B's post the F Monday, like just straight out the bat. The first thing I saw on my timeline. That's <laughs> what it is, man. I agree. I agree with it, man. I, I love Mondays. Yeah, yeah. So man, I want to ask about your 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 background, man. So for people. Who don't don't know you how would you explain yourself are you a shooting coach a trainer how do you explain yourself yeah i would say that uh i would say i'm more of a shooting coach but uh, i i kind of got into it training kids and then i just specialized in, in in teaching people how to shoot the basketball and uh really i i just i was kind of i've always been able to shoot but then i kind of uh lucked into a situation where i played basketball at philadelphia university for for her mcgee who is a uh, professional shooting coach he's in the basketball hall of fame and uh, he kind of just took me under his wing and kind of would let me just follow him around from camp to camp. And so I got to kind of see the blueprint on how how you teach it, different ways to teach it, teaching group settings, keep teaching individual settings. So uh, kind of just uh, blessed to be able to be put in that position to begin with and then take that and uh, apply it to to my everyday teaching. So did you learn the most during the practices or did you learn the most on the tours and the camps when it was small group individualized training? Yeah, 100 percent on the camps and stuff like that. I mean, in terms of just me shooting, I mean, he, I got to Philadelphia University and he said, I would, he said, I would never touch your shot. I would never change it. He was like, it's good the way it is. So uh, really, it was more like I guess it's more on the business side of it in a way, because I got to see how you run camps. I got to see how you you work with different people and in and, and different in different settings. So I think that was where it was uh it was really beneficial. And when did you graduate from Philadelphia University? 2009. 2009. So you're fresh. You're from, how old are you? 31. 31. Okay. Man, you look like you look good on, on film, man. You feel good? I feel I feel all right. I don't feel great. Yeah. I wish I wish I felt a little better. Yeah. <laughs> so for you, man, you graduate and I, correct me if I'm wrong, the first video that I saw on your Instagram was like September 2016. So you're not really that far into this this thing, are you? Or Yeah, so September 2016. I started training kids uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. I was just training kids in their driveways and just going around. I was posting I, I posted ads on Craigslist and that's how I was getting clients. I didn't know how to I didn't know how to go about it. And uh, one of the kids was like, man, you should start an Instagram account. And uh, the one kid, he was just like, man, you should start an Instagram account. He's like, you're not as good as the professor, but you should still, you should still start an Instagram account. I was like, all right, but I got you, I got you. So I started one, and then, uh, yeah, September 2016, and uh, kind of just researched Instagram and all that kind of stuff, and just kind of took off from there. That's what's up, man. So your first video got like seven thousand views. Was that did that throw you off guard? Do you remember that? I don't. I, I think the only way it would have gotten seven thousand views is people going back. Back, that's that way yeah. back, yeah. Because it definitely didn't get seven thousand views when I started. Yeah, and then, you know the next one, like the next one got like six hundred and fifty-four. So that's why, yeah, you're right. That makes more sense now. As I <laughs> <laughs> um, for you though, 
you start posting when did you start to get traction you say oh man I, I caught this at the right time i'm doing the right thing what clicked for you yeah i think uh First of all, I think I think like anything, like social media, anything you do, it's it's always a learning process, right? Like no matter what you do, it's like even if you're trying to shoot a jump shot, it's a learning process, trying to figure out what works, what doesn't. But um, I learned that much like real life, it's relationships. It's all relationships, and that's how that's how you really gain the traction. So I noticed that once I started engaging with people more, you know, answering every single question someone had for me, or answering every direct message somebody sent to me. Um, that's when things start to take off because people start to, they, they, they see that connection with you. So it's not like you're just posting these videos and you're, you're somebody that they can't reach in any type of way. It's more like, all right, yeah, this is, this is another real person just here to help me. They're not trying to take anything from me. And from there, I think, I think it just kind of spreads naturally. And I think organic growth in that kind of way is the best. That's so cool. You had a video um, like a video meme about that the other day that I really liked and it was saying somebody put in the comments like, "What if we actually all helped each other out and engaged on each other's posts?" And I thought, "Oh, that's genius! Why didn't he?" Right. Right. But for you, is maybe you can speak on this this realization that I that I had. Like we all do this stuff online. Like where our worlds live on these phones, but online is just a, a scaled out version of interpersonal communication, right? Like you right. scale by doing the unscalable. What was what Gary B said, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 100%. I mean, for you, like, how do you have, how many comments would you be responding to? DMs, would it be like 10, 20? Like, you're taking time to talk to every single person? Man, I'll tell you, when I first started, so I would get like, man, I'd get like two messages a day and I'd be, I'd be hyped. I'd be like, man, two people want to listen, two people actually want my advice. Like, this is crazy. Um, now, I mean, it's harder. It's hard now for the direct messages. I respond to every comment still now. So I don't care if it has 200 comments on it, 300. I don't care if there's five comments. I'm going to respond to every single one of them. But the, the direct message now, I mean, I got to, I was doing probably like 50, like respond to like 50 or so a day. And then it just got to be too much. And like now there's probably, I have no idea how much are in there now. It's just a couple hundred. So, but I'll, I'll occasionally go through and just start knocking them out because I, I'm like a sucker for like, thinking of that kid on the other end that's reaching out and like, man, I just want Mike to answer or something like that. Cause I've been that kid. Like I, I understand what that's like, you know what I mean? So I go back and I try to knock things out. Sometimes I'll just devote like an hour to it where I'll just message after message after message and, uh, and do it that way. That's what's up. I mean, I always wonder for, for accounts like you, for guys like you have a, a significant amount of followers, what that inbox looks like. And then you got guys like Gary V saying, Hey man, Instagram, the, the two cent strategy, right? What does he call it? He's a, uh, uh, where you just dial in, you're prospecting, you're hitting up the counts, going to hack, going to find the first hashtag. Like, right, right. I have the, I'm one of those guys, but luckily you're just one that responds to every single person. Have you done that strategy? I guess you're doing it now with the comment. One, yeah, one, I've done that too, though. So, like, when I first started, that was part of the thing I was trying to figure out. I, I didn't know about the strategy. I just knew hashtags. So I started clicking on hashtags. I started searching hashtags and then I'd search hashtags and I'd go post to post and I would leave a comment on everybody's post. So I'd be like, oh man, this is dope. This is great. Like all that kind of stuff. And then from there, just built traction that way. I mean, that, that worked too. It 100% worked. And then I've, I've heard him talk about it. I probably wasn't going, I wasn't going to the big accounts. Like I would just go to like some kid shooting jump shots in his driveway and I'd be like, hey man, love what you're doing. And then from there, just build that. They would follow me. And then you just never know where that kind of stuff is going to take take you. 
wow, man, the secret's out. Now it's like, who's going to do it? <laughs> it's, it takes time, man. It takes so much time. That's the thing. Like a, a lot of people don't realize if you really want to grow organically, uh, it's going to take time. You keep saying that word. Like what? I actually talked to Ben Tier before this interview, and I asked him, like, hey, what, what, do you, what would you want to know? How, what should I ask him? And he asked the same thing. How do you get to 100K followers without ads? You use Craigslist ads, but nothing on social media from what I've seen. Or he's right. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's, a, it's a mixture. It's a, I always say it's a mixture of a couple of things. So for one, you have to be good at what you do. Like there's no secret about it. If you're not good at what you do, people aren't going to care. So I know what I'm really good at. And then at the same time, like I play on it. Like I'll be, I, I feel like you, you, you put a personality behind it. That's huge, man. Like that's that's so big because I'm not, not coming across as this dead serious 24-7 guy that plays trains on basketball and all that kind of stuff. I'm kind of coming across more of as just an everyday guy that likes having fun. Um, I'll call myself super handsome and do all that kind of stuff. But like people, I think people just connect with that. So like the more you're yourself, the more you can just be you. As easy as that sounds, people really struggle with that because they see certain people that are doing something and they think, oh, I have to do it that way because that's the only way. Oh, man, do it your way because that's the only that's the only way you're going to gain that authentic following in, any, in anything, man, not just Instagram and in anything, people, friends, like all that kind of stuff. Right. I'm, so, I'm sure you've seen more shooting coaches before uh, than you saw in 2016 of September because it's, it's getting flooded that everybody's doing the same thing, having the same. Right. But for you, what keeps you motivated to keep contact with people? There's no, there's no monetary value. There's social currency, but right. when you turn to dollars, what keeps you going and doing that? Well, for, for one, I love it, man. Like, I, I absolutely love it. I love interacting with people. I'm a people person. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think there's, there's certain things. Like, I've had, I've had some things happen that you kind of, va- you, you kind of realize how, how, short, how short your time is here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm not getting paid for it right now, but it's it's what I love to do. So I'm going to continue to do it just as long as I can as long as I can do it. And you never know what could what this could turn into. So, yeah, I'm not taking any money now. I'm not doing ads. I'm not like you'll see like I get so many people that will contact me be like, hey, man, push this product or or do this or do that. And I'll I'll take like free T-shirts like, yeah, I'll take a free T-shirt. You send me that. But to me, like I want to keep it as as real as possible for that who knows what opportunity is going to come on down the line for me. So, I mean, I, I think Eric Thomas, I'm sure you're familiar with Eric Thomas. He would always say sweat equity, right? Like you put in that, you're not getting paid for it, but you're putting in the work like you're getting paid for it. And eventually that's all going to come back to you. Right. I mean, there's, there's more, if you can do it for free, the person that can do it for free, of course they're going to probably win, you know, right. you need to hang out the longest or be patient with it. Right. For you, you kind of said something realized, helped you realize the brevity of life you care going into that whatever helps you realize that because it seems like that helped you do a lot of things that you're doing now yeah man um so i i was i was so probably a lot of people probably don't know like i was completely done with basketball for for a while like kind of kind of went down a different path with things and was like man i don't know if i if i want anything to do with it and uh i was in a car accident in which i was actually hit by a car i was crossing the street and i got hit by a car and uh who knows like one maybe one foot another way, another foot, another, like something could have happened, but, you know, cracked my head open real bad. Uh, just, uh, tore my ACL, MCL, PCL, dislocated my knee. Um, 
just laying there in the middle of the road. My buddies, my buddies there with me. They call it, they take me to the hospital, all this kind of stuff. But while I was in the hospital, I just like it clicked. Like it was like, dude, you need you need to wake up. Like you need to start doing what you're what you're what you're meant to do, or what I at least I feel that I'm meant to do. And uh it wasn't like a right away thing that was like, all right, I I healed up and I started getting after it. It was like a slow, gradual process and discovering my passion again, discovering, you know, what I really wanted to do in life. So yeah, man, I think those moments like that where who knows what could have happened, you know, uh, well, like I said, a foot a different way. I mean, I couldn't even, it's a chance I couldn't be here right now. You know what I mean? So I kind of got lucky in effect. So I feel like it's kind of like my second chance in a way. So just take full advantage of it. Right. So what do you, do you think that that was, who will say necessary to happen for you to have that kind of new sense of purpose? Like do people have to go through stuff like that to get, <laughs> You know, do you know where I'm going? Is that necessary? Yeah, and I, I struggle with that because I feel like for me it did. Like for me, it had that had to happen for me because like kind of what the path I was going down was a different path at the time. So like I feel like if that didn't happen, I don't I don't know if I would still if I'd be talking to you right now. You know what I mean? But I don't think that's the same for everybody. Obviously, some people are gonna have their their vision, you know, right then and there. And I also, I think those moments come for people in different ways, whether that's a family member going through something or, or just a friend going through something like there's reminders around us every day, man. There's reminders out there every single day about just how short our time is here. And like, we get so concentrated on just the now that we don't see the big scope of things and, and realize that we, we really have the ability to do what we love to do. And then we come back to that word patience. I mean, it's, it's patience and it's just putting the work in every day. So for you, man, you work a nine to five job, correct? Man, I work like a nine to eight o'clock job, man. My job is super long hours. Uh, yeah, it's serious. <laughs> what is it? I work in insurance, so I'm actually a uh, I'm actually an underwriter, uh, and uh, yeah, it's long hours, travel, all all the above, man. Making some people mad. <laughs> Making some people mad for sure, for sure. Man, that's crazy. So how does that, one, how do you balance this? Paul Easton does the same thing. He has a full-time job. And you look at him and how he's posting. Like, he's posting more than me. And this is my, like, this is what I do. So for guys like you all, like, when do y'all find time to post? Is it just whenever you're doing something? Or you're, what do you do? What's your strategy? I mean, everything with me is very planned out. So I, and then I, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. So you wake up at three o'clock in the morning, you, you have a lot more time than, than the average person has. So my whole thinking behind that is I wake up at three. So basically from three to 6.30 in the morning is my time. So that's the time I'll, I'll kind of put content together for the day, as well as I go to the gym, I'll lift, I'll get shots up and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, I do not believe in I don't have time. That's like, the, that's like when people say that, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me because you have time, man. You have time, it's just your priorities are so messed up. Like it's always easy to come back to the I always come back to the Netflix thing. Like people are like, man, I don't have time. And then people are like, but I just binge watched this Netflix show and I just went, you know what I mean? Like, no, you you just I just found your time. Like you have tons of time, but it's you just you just don't value you don't really want what you say you want. Right, right. Now are you three AM consistent Monday, Friday, every day, haven't missed three weeks or is it like a, a once in a while waking up at 3am Monday through Friday, three o'clock in the morning, uh, Saturday and Sunday. I usually sleep into like five, five, what AM 5am. Yeah. Okay. So the question is what, 
what, what time do you go to bed and what <laughs> your significant other say about it? <laughs> go to sleep. I go to sleep between between nine and 10 o'clock. Yeah. Um, and then my wife thinks I'm crazy, but she's also like, she's my biggest supporter through everything. Like she's kind of part, the other one who kind of put the battery in my back for this whole thing. That was like, you need to start doing, you need to like, this is what you're really good at. Like you need to start letting people know. So she, yeah. she's all right with it. I'm sure she probably hates when that alarm goes off at three o'clock in the morning every day, but <laughs> she gets over it. Right. Right. So for you, do you have any, cause I'm sure you're doing well at your job, man. Do you have any desire to do what you're doing? on the side full time that's that's the goal man that's the goal like i if, if i if i could make this game my life like to me i won and it's not it's not about making millions of dollars it's not it's nothing like that it's just if i can find a way to to make this how i support my family then to me like there's there's nothing greater than that to me do you, so would you want to do that training brick and mortar or would you see yourself going the online course route yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've dabbled with the online stuff and still have some stuff in the works. But I mean, I, I think, I think just the engaging with people, man. Like, I love that. Like, I love getting in the gym. I love like the energy of it. Like, yelling, screaming, all that kind of stuff. Like, that's, that's what I, that's what I really like. And plus, I feel like, I mean, you can do the online stuff till you're blue in the face, but I feel like you'll never get that true connection with, with a player. You know what I mean? And I think when you. You know, I, I see what you're doing. Like when you when you work with a kid long enough, and then you see that that moment. Like to me, the moment that like what makes it all worth it is when you see it click for a kid, and they're just like, ah, like okay, yeah, I can do this, and like everything kind of shifts. Like to me, there's no better feeling as a trainer than that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you, oh, I've been dabbling with the idea too of training brick and mortar, but just kind of like having the content produced while you're documenting. Right. Just documenting stuff and then getting paid off the documentation. Um, but for you, have you had any courses before or this is you're going to start doing them now or what's been? Yeah, so I have like I have some some stuff that we kind of started to set up um, and that hopefully I'll continue. I do have like some some core content type stuff. Um, but just it's just kind of on hold with a bunch of stuff going on right now. Uh, but yeah, man, I, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it, I think that the new uh, the new Instagram algorithm hurts a little bit right now um, in terms of in terms of continuing to grow that grow that following because they're kind of limiting everything right now. So I feel like right now, even like I was just thinking about that as like I'd want to get much bigger before I really un like that platform came out. Yeah, that's a well, that's a good question. Like how big. Because I've always been trying to look, is there a certain percentage? Like if you have 100,000 followers, do you get 1% to usually pay, which means, you know, you have a, a decent amount there. Right. The math, is it always 1% 1% or what is it? Because I know guys who make a decent living off of 5,000, 6,000 followers. You know yeah, I, mean? I think it, it just all depends, man. Like I, like I said, I'm, I think my big test trial, so I, like I, like I said, I, I try not to push things, but uh, for anybody that follows me and I don't even know, like I, I always say it's, it's grind season. Right. So I have my I have my grind season T-shirts and my and the socks come. And like to me, that's just like a good indicator of, OK, who's really like who's really rocking with me in that regard. So just so it's just like it's kind of like a test in a way. Like, all right, who's who who values what I do enough that they're going to say, all right, I'm going to buy this for you from you because 
I see what you're doing. I connect with you. And I think from there, that's kind of like the litmus test in terms of what I'll be able to do moving forward. Absolutely. So for you, how did this, obviously Dr. Dish was going to come along some, some way. Did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? What is that process like? And what's that relationship like? Same, same thing we talked about. So it was, it was literally like me following them on Instagram, seeing their videos. And I think I literally, like, I would always comment and stuff. And then I started to gain more traction. And I remember I said to him, I was just, I just started commenting on videos. Like you need me, I need to get to the dish lab. I need to get to the dish lab. And just from that, they messaged me and they're like, you're right. Like, let's get you out of here because uh, we think you'd be a good fit there. So that's, that, it's the same thing, man. It's making connections, like just do it. Just that's what, there's no secret thing. And like you, you already shared, like you're a big fan of Gary V, right? So yeah. he's, he's very honest. Like it's so true. Like his stuff, it's so simple. Like just reach out, just, just give, do you, you see somewhere you want to be, tell tell that person that's where you want to be. Tell them you want to work with them. Like all that kind of stuff. The worst that's going to happen is you're going to say no. Right. Reach out to Mike Dunn to see if you can do a podcast interview. Exactly. And I'll do a podcast. Like I love doing this stuff, man. So. <laughs> right. And so what kind of following did you have to have or did you have before they said, you know what, it is really time to get you out here. So I think I, I went out there. When I went out there, I, I want to say I had like, maybe like 60,000 or something like that. There was like 60,000 followers or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So some questions for you random that, that popped, right. off, popped off my head. Name one trainer that you have not worked with yet, but that you really are interested in working with. You know what? I'll be completely honest with you. And it's, it's probably a different answer because there's some really good trainers out there. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy Paul Easton's stuff and his story and i think i kind of relate to it in a way i think he's i think people look at him and they're like they, they have this idea of what a basketball trainer should be and just because he didn't play in college and do all this stuff some people dismiss it i i love that story man i, I just think that shows how much he loves the game and uh yeah I, I would like to do some stuff with paul just because i feel like he studies the game he loves the game and i'm all on board with people like that Right, man. He he will out teach you in a second. Right. <laughs> right. I, I hate when people say like, yo, you had to play this game. Like you you had to play at a high level to be a coach. Like, no, that's you think Red Arbach? Have you have you seen Red Arbach's body? That guy was not playing professional basketball anywhere along the line. You know what I mean? Like right. come on, man. You I, I just think that uh I think that's that's overblown. And yeah, I, I just I really enjoy what he does. I enjoy his passion. So I think him and I would really get along. Plus he has an awesome accent. So it, it does. Both of you have some, some different accents, but it's <laughs> interesting. It's funny. <laughs> so, man, what? Okay, you got one trainer that you would want to train with. Okay, is he the one that you also just like looking at his content the most? Or is there one person that stands out with, like, you know, they really get social media? Uh, Coach Paul East is one, of course, but is anybody else is a close second? Uh, I love the mixture of things that uh, Jordan Lawley has. I was thinking the same. Yeah. He's, a, uh, he's a monster. Um, and then he's kind of like the complete opposite of Paul in a way because, like, he can do it all. You know what I mean? Like, that guy looks like he could lace him up and go get you 20 on any given night. You know what I mean? So, um, but I like, I love his mixture of the continuous work that he's doing with the players he trains as well as stuff that he he's doing. Like, I, I think he he just gets it, man. And uh, I've gotten to talk to him a few, like, a few times, and I just think he's a really good dude. Yeah. Why, why no ads, man? Why no Instagram influencer marketing or you know, ads from this big account? 
because it cheapens it to me like i like i said like it just i thought about it i've definitely thought about it because you you kind of look at it and you see other people like making money and and all that kind of stuff and uh even my wife would be like why don't you just start doing this like but i guess i just have this overall vision of where i'm eventually going to be and i never want to i never want to associate myself with anything that i don't 100 believe in um and if you don't like my content I'm not going to, I'm not going to force it upon you to post it. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. Like I'll, I'll find a way. I found a way this, this to get to this point. Like I'm, I'm going to continue to find a way. So that stuff doesn't mean a lot to me. Right. 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 Is there a goal, uh, a following goal that you have by the end of 2018? I don't have a goal by the end of 2018. Um, one of my buddies asked me that he's like, what's your goal? And I was like, I, I want to get over a million. And he was like, that's, that's a really huge goal. And I was like, well, I mean, what what else is there? Like to me, it's like that'd be cool. A million is a cool number to me. Like that that'd be that'd be pretty dope. And I probably get a million about you. You, I think you kind of eventually realize like follow followers don't really mean anything. And I've I've posted about this before. It's it's not a, it's not the followers that mean anything. It's the people that identify with you that mean something. So hopefully, like by doing by not doing the ads and not doing all that kind of stuff, hopefully I've built up a really solid group of people that identify with me rather than just follow me. If that makes sense, it does. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so if so if I got to a million, like to me, like that's if I got to a million without ever running, like without running ads, without doing all that kind of stuff, like to me that'd be that'd be crazy, and that'd be doing just doing off the strength of doing everything that I believe in and who I am. Right. Now, how often do you post the same the same stuff? Because it seems like with shooting, man, that's one part of the game. Right. Posting content. I don't know how many posts posts you have per day, but you keep pumping content out consistently. Right, right. So I, I'll do different things. So sometimes I'll post the same the same thing. Like Throwback Thursday is always a good cop out way to go in there and, and, and put something on there that worked. Um, also, you can change things around. So now you 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 might be posted it once without audio. So next time when you post it, post it with the audio and explain what's going on. And that's a good way to switch it up because now you're giving a different element to it. Um, and then I had a really good talk with. But my man, he, he has the uh, the account at at bball101. I don't know if you follow my my guy down there in Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah. He's talking about um, Coach Golly, man. My guy he used to play the train with him. I played with him in college, man. Um, Dorian, Dorian. Lee. Yes, yeah, yes, Dorian. So I had a conversation with him that kind of like opened my. He was like, man, you. So I obviously I've done the shooting point shooting stuff to this point, but I'm starting. I'm going to start to expand that and do and do and do more things. And he kind of opened my eyes to that with a conversation I had with with him. So, um, yeah. yeah, you're right. It kind of it can get stale after a while, especially just doing shooting. But I think there's basketball. There's so much stuff you could do. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I don't know who else you follow. You said Gary V. Uh, anybody else in that kind of marketing space that you like to listen to? Tom Billu. I've never heard of Tom Billu. So look up Tom Billu, man. He uh, he helped found Quest Quest Nutrition. Whoa. Um, and uh you know built that company up but then all of a sudden like found this need to continuously look for answers as to why certain people are certain really successful and why certain people aren't um so he has a show called impact theory on youtube that has some amazing interviews man he is like what i think i know what you're talking about he had jay williams uh yeah jay williams uh i'm trying to think of some really good you know who else was really really good and i i don't know if he Mike, the Mike Posner interview interview is really, really good and really introspective. Um, 
I've watched almost every single one of, of his interviews on there. They're they're really good. How in the world does he ask such like I would love to interview like him? I'm there are a few interviewers that I'm like, wow, he asked some great questions. He does his research, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like crazy the amount of research he does. Yeah, because he's his questions are like, yo, you even Gary Vee was stumped at some of his questions right. because you don't know to ask those questions unless you follow every single episode and you really scrutinize this content. Right, right. Um, but Tom Billy, that's his name. Okay, so yep. I'll too. But uh, we're coming up on that mark, man. I want to ask if there's anything else that you want to just spread out there to kids listening to this or the trainers listening to this before we wrap up. Yeah, man, I, I would say the only thing is, um, and I think my, my message that I like to hammer home with anybody is uh, whatever you're doing, whether you're a trainer, whether you're a basketball player and, and, and all this kind of stuff, man, just just be yourself while doing it. And I, I think so often I see it and I see it with trainers. Stop, stop trying to fit this mold of what you think a good trainer should be just because it's worked historically. Do things that you believe in. Be yourself. Interact with people engage with people and i think that you'd be really really surprised on like how far that's can that can take you with things um i i i remember i was out at dr dish this I'm, I'm rambling for a sec but i was out at dr dish and uh i was talking with the guy nick who's in charge of their their marketing and everything like that and we were talking about this kind of and, and my whole thing was it would be exhausting to ever do this and get picked up by somebody that hires you for good because of this persona that you put on where that was never you. And now you have to be that person 24 seven that you never really wanted to be. You just were that person just because you knew it got likes or views and all that kind of stuff. Right. It would just, it would be so exhausting. So just be yourself because when eventually you do make it, if you have the patience to make it and the patience to push through it, there's nothing better than being able to be yourself while doing what you love to do. Right, right. Man, I appreciate that. Hey, everybody, go follow Mike Dunn at C Mike Dunn. Two ends. Is that correct, man? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, go follow him on Instagram at C Mike Dunn. Engage with his content. He's dope. You'll like it. You won't regret the follow. You won't mess up your ratio. But man, thank you for your time. I appreciate that. And hopefully have you on the episode of the podcast again. Sure, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. This podcast is free and you get what you pay for. And this is pretty good stuff, in my opinion. You're not paying for it in dollars, but you pay for it in reviews. Please don't make me be that guy that charges for this content. So please take 60 seconds of your time to give this podcast a review on iTunes. You're a business owner, so you know how much a review means to you. It's super simple to do on your phone. Otherwise, I have to start making this podcast a monthly membership and nobody has time for that. So review, review, review. Catch you all on the next episode.